Peace, diehards. Welcome to another episode of the Dianish Podcast. This is kind of a quirky kind of episode. This is um, going to be my first stream off a of Sportscaster. So this is the audio version of that stream. And um, this is something new that I'm going to be doing. You know, I started doing live videos on Sportscaster because of Simeon Russell from the Nothing But Nick Show. He hit me up and got me doing these streams now on Sportscaster. So it's been fun. Something that, that I think I can, I can do more often. But um, right off the bat, you know, outside of Sportscaster's um, system or whatever, I started messing with the streaming services and stuff. So I am going to be streaming, man. I'm going to be streaming to Sportscaster from the beginning. And um, eventually I'm going to be um, streaming into YouTube. So anyway, this is the audio version of this um, of this episode you could, that you can find on Sportscaster. And um, like I said, things are gonna um, gonna be. Um, uh, I don't want to see. I don't want to say change too much or upgrade or whatever. Things are gonna be evolving with the Dynex podcast, man. So just tune in, listen to the podcast, and then I got an outro for you for well, you know for some more insight here. So just enjoy the show, and um, see you guys at the end. All right, peace stars. We're just gonna let it rock. I don't know if the stream is working good, man, but trying out some new systems here this is the dynex podcast live podcast here on sportscaster see here i got the diehard nicks on the side there got a diehard nicks gear got diehard nicks on the headphones a lot of bells and whistles like i always say but um we're going to talk some nicks we're going to talk about whatever hot topics that's going on right now so um you know while we're here man i want to talk about lebron you know bill simmons right you got these different names bill simmons uh, you want to talk about Leon Rose and stuff like that, and you want to talk about LeBron. 2010, all these guys were inter interconnected because um, when LeBron made his decision, Bill Simmons, uh, somebody broke. Uh, you know, well, I mean, I, I could talk about it, but I can also play it too. So um, here's a, a video that I found that came out about 10 years ago. So we're gonna we're gonna play this video, and just um, let uh, my man. Mr. Bombani, whatever his name is, Jones, to speak for himself here. Yeah. was 25 when this happened, which is just old enough to think you know what you're doing. And all of those guys, they, this was their show, this was their coming out party, this was the beginning. Yeah, so just listen to the things that he's saying here. Branching out and handling much more of his affairs. LeBron did not really bring a lot of people with him. But where he brought them was into the offices that he now had access to. So now I've got to deal with Nike. Okay, well, one day I want Maverick to run some stuff for me. Maverick, you go. Yeah, this is all Nike. unprecedented uh, here, Rich man. Paul he was, he got his oldest people's, you know, everybody's educated. Learn how to be an agent, and then you'll eventually become an agent. So he placed these guys in positions. CAA, he's also used. To learn what they were doing rather than just being like, okay, cool, you're my manager now. This was the time for him to go ahead and decide that he was going to do this. A free agency announcement show wasn't the idea of LeBron or his friends or anyone at ESPN. It was pitched by a guy named Drew from Columbus, Ohio. He's bugged out, right? Bill Simmons's mailbag. I'm not sure if they mentioned Leon Rose already, Drew but wrote, we'll see. What if LeBron announces he will pick his 2010-11 team live on ABC? Simmons replied that LeBron there goes Bill Simmons, the same guy that um, broke the story saying that, um, that the Knicks were the first choice, right? Three months later, during the 2010 All-Star Weekend in Dallas, Simmons urged ESPN executives to produce an announcement show called LeBron's Decision. There goes um, Simmons again. Weekend, Simmons also pitched it to members of LeBron's team, including Maverick Carter and LeBron's agent, Leon Rose. Leon Rose, LeBron's, LeBron's agent. advisors were in favor of the idea. Simmons wrote in an email sent in May to ESPN executives. 
but the project went nowhere until early June in LA. During game two of the NBA Finals, veteran broadcaster Jim Gray says he told Maverick Carter and Hollywood agent Ari Emanuel that LeBron should announce his decision live on network TV. Yeah, yeah, so they just go on to talk about, you know, all that nonsense there, man. So, well, I mean, you just heard it from the horse's mouth, man. You know, uh, Bill Simmons is, is a fucking Knicks hater. That's that's number one, you know. I don't think, I mean, of course, uh, LeBron was uh, was definitely uh, in talks with uh, coming to the Knicks. But, uh, you know, outside of him wearing the Yankees hat and stuff like that and whatever, he, I don't think he had any intentions of coming to the Knicks. I think it might have been close because uh, Amari did say, that it was it was going to be him and Amari and maybe somebody else that was going to go go, go, to, go to the Knicks, but at the time they they can only get two uh, max contracts. So what what got LeBron to Miami is the fact that Pat Riley was able to get three max contracts, you know, or, or figure out a way to get three guys to get paid over there in Miami. So that's really the reason why he went to Miami. So I don't want to hear about the about the Knicks blue the um you know thing. Like if we had the Sopranos. You know, if I remember, um, you know, from, from back then, they had the garden open up, the Jumbotron and stuff like that. They had announcers and everything out there. So, I mean, they, they did their due diligence. They did the best that they could. Had every celebrity that they could come out, uh, you know, to, to wine and dine um, LeBron. So, I'm, I'm quite sure they gave them the best effort. You know, and, and like, also, there's, there's 29 other teams. That's the, that's the only thing I, I keep saying. There's 29 other teams in the NBA. So why is the Knicks always um, got to be uh, dragged through the coals? And what is the point right now? Right now, the Knicks are not even going to play. At the, at the way the things are going, if they, if they restart the season, um, the Knicks might not play until January of next year, like real NBA games, you know? So, I mean, why, why do they got to keep um, bringing up our names every single time, man? So, I mean, you know, it's, 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 um, it's sickening, you know what I'm saying? Just to keep talking about it over and over and over and over again, you know? But I mean, like I said, Bill Simmons, his name was it was right in the mix of that. So it's just so funny that ten years later that this is what this is what happens. And if you can see there on the right there, you got um Leon Rose, that famous picture with Leon, uh, with um with the other boy, uh, World Wide West, and um uh, you know all the all these guys that's, that's down with LeBron, you know we were they were all up in the mix, man. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if you want to even want to call it a sign for for what could possibly happen with us. Because um you know just just having these guys on the team on World Wide West and Leon Rose and stuff like that it just puts us in the mix of um of um, all the movers and shakers in the NBA from um from that at least at least that era ten years ago and leading up to now now this is Rich Paul thing there's um Maverick Carter and all these different guys man I don't I don't know if these guys um if, if there was like any beef you know during these ten years or whatever or maybe after the decision maybe if there was any kind of beef. Cause um um you know LeBron James did leave CAA and he started um doing his own thing, so it makes you wonder like if there was some kind of uh, friction in there, but um like I said that's ten years past LeBron's about to leave um pretty soon, and um you know you just you just don't um don't know what's gonna happen next man so you know I I just don't I just don't understand why um why these guys have to continuously drag us through the coals man it doesn't it doesn't make any sense and especially right now like like I said the Knicks are not gonna play for probably not until January. You know, so there's a, there's a lot of other things to talk about besides the Knicks. You know, but they they keep bringing putting the Knicks name in their mouths. You know, so let me um I'm, I'm gonna go to the browser again, and uh, I just wanna I just wanna show you guys something here. I'm I'm new to this um to this whole old um broadcasting stuff, man. So especially live, so just um just bear with me as I as I get used to it. But um here we go. This is um. This is my merch page, guys. 
I'm still doing that um that uh I'm still doing that um that special where I'm, everything on the website dynix.com is going to be given to charity. Any um profits that I get from this um website is going to go to charity. Uh so um go to dynix.com and um you know, no matter what you see there, like right here this this is a new t-shirt I put up there. It's um you can read that. It's um keep the Knicks name out of your mouth. <laughs> it's a little spicy for you guys if you're into it. There's also a couple other shirts too. Let me let me just um, scroll down so you guys can see it. You got that shirt. You got um this is this is the main one. Racism ends with me. If that resonates with you, man, please check it out. Support. You can see the prices of that stuff there. That's me, me, me and um Dirty Doorman. We have a T-shirt there. Also, we got um you know Dionys logo T-shirts and stuff like that. Once again, everything that you see on this website, um any proceeds that I would get from it is definitely gonna go to um, charity. So um it's definitely gonna go to a Black Lives Matter charity too. So so if you want to support that cause, if you want to support um, Dianix podcast. Once again, I said um, any um, proceeds I get from um, from this website, any proceeds, any um, profits that I get for it is definitely gonna go to charity. Yeah, man. So what I'm gonna talk about is just um, current events, man. You know, uh, Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox is another guy that's um, been dragged into the coals. It's like, um, what, what was the thing they said? They said that he's falling out of favor. How could you fall out of favor and we're not playing? You know, what I'm saying there's nobody playing basketball. Nobody has seen each other for months. Right, so now why is it that, that, that Kevin Knox is falling out of favor? If anything, the, the guy's been playing, um, the guy's been been um, doing his thing, um, training and stuff like that. He was um, seen with Lethal Shooter, and um, Lethal Shooter is like one of the uh, one of the, the um, top ranking trainers out there, and um, he he's, um, was out there working out with him, and um, he's a shooting coach. So um, something happened to uh, to Kevin Knox's jump shot. Sometimes between um, the, his first season and the second season. So um, you know we, we're hoping that um, that this guy could um, fix his jump shot. I'm trying to see if I can pull it up here. Once again, this is um, this is all new to me here. I'm trying to do this broadcast and stuff. It's kind of cool, man. There's a lot of stuff going on. I'm not even sure if you guys can even see it. But um, if if um, if you do. Hit me up in this um chat and all that and we can um we can make it happen. Once again too, man, let me let me go to this other page here. I also have a telephone number here, so if you guys could um can hit the telephone. On the bottom there, 646-470-1727. You could text me direct from there and then um I can shout you out on the podcast. That's if you don't want to um, participate in um in the chat or whatever, in the sports chats or chat. So anyway, what I what I was trying to get at with um with this um Kevin Knox thing, man, is that how could it possibly be out of favor if we, if nobody's even seen in each other? You know what I'm saying? We have so many other players, whatever, that um that are that are possibly out of favor, like um Alonzo Trier. They they just waived him. So I think he I think if anybody's out of favor, he's out of favor. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, you got Theo Pinson and stuff like that. Like I mentioned in the last podcast, these guys are probably just um being um you know these moves are probably just made for something later on. Maybe doing a guy from their their company is solid. Therefore, you know maybe um, you know, we might be might be sending an um, an olive branch out to their agent, and then maybe maybe that would might lead to a, another deal down the line and stuff like that. But um, but Kevin Knox, man, Kevin Knox, though, like I I understand his jump shot needs to be, needs to be worked on. You know, in this day and age, this NBA, everybody needs their jump shot to be worked on. But the, um, the main problem with Kevin Knox that it doesn't have to necessarily do with his jump shot. The jump shot seemed like it was all right, 
But um, what what he needs to learn is um is um confidence. You know, he, he has to get. It, oh, this is the big three, man. You you talk about Kevin Knox, you talk about Kevin um Frank Nilakina, and you talk about Mitch Robinson. All three of these guys need the confidence to go up. Um, Mitch Robinson can't can't seem to make a jump uh, a jump hook. You know, he doesn't have any moves or whatever. But then you see him in, in um you know off season here when there's no games being played, him doing all these dribble moves and stuff like that. I know I know it's cool to see, but um he's a big man, so we, we're gonna need him do um, to do big man things. Something other than being a, a um you know a ball screener, a ball roller, whatever catching um catching dunk kind of guy. We kind of need him to put the ball on the floor, maybe a spin move, maybe a jump hook, something like that. You know all these crossovers and the three pointers is nice, but you know for a good team we're gonna have other guys that, that should be able to do that. You know so that's something to to look into too. And then you know Frank Nilakina, you know there's um videos of him um or pictures of him training with his guys in, in um in France and stuff. So I mean training is one thing. If you're, NBA, if you're an NBA basketball player, you have to be in shape. So these guys, um, you know, working out and stuff like that, it's not impressive to me. These guys, they have to work out because it's not about, like, me working out at, at the at, um, the neighborhood blink. You know what I'm saying? It's about getting in the NBA basketball shape, you know, being able to grind out 82 games and playing 48 minutes against the top talent in the world. So you have to be not just in shape, you have to be in super shape. So watching these guys or seeing these guys putting in work is not really impressive to me. You know, so these guys, um, you know, I mean, getting in shape is, is NBA basketball. You're a professional. You should be in shape. You know what I'm saying? What 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 um needs to needs to be broken is these these like um these these habits of, of um not necessarily being lazy, but just like you know like you can't really teach heart. And um you know I don't I don't want to say that Frank doesn't have heart because he does play defense. If a guy plays defense like this, then um he's got to have some heart. You know what I'm saying? But um you know I I just wish the guy um. You know, I just I just wish he grew up in Brooklyn, man. I wish he grew up in Manhattan or something like that. You know, him growing up in France is definitely a detriment to him. You know, no 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 knock to some of these other guys that they came from France. You know, Woody Goldberg and all these guys. They seem to have like a little mean streak. Um, you know, my man Fournier from Orlando and this that, and the other. But um, something something seems to be wrong with um, Frank. You know, in his mind, like he ha he has like this deer in the headlights. This um, what do you call it? Michael Myers kind of stare. You know, this is kind of just bugged out. And in some games he plays like his defense is crazy. You know he looks like looks like like one of the best defenders I've ever, I've ever seen. And then he'll go a whole month with like just playing straight up mediocre basketball. You know under thirty percent, thirty percent from from the field, not even from three. You know twenty something percent from three. It's like come on man, like how how could you root for a guy that just that shoots so bad? And it's not all about about um offense. You know of course defense is important, but if you if you're shooting thirty twenty nine percent. You know what I'm saying? Then, then you're a detriment, man. You're a detriment to the to the team. We can't keep you around. So I mean, that's gonna be interesting, man. I, you know, Leon Rose mentioned um, De um Dennis Smith. You know, maybe they might give Dennis Smith a chance. You know, second chance under his tenure and stuff like that. But then you still got Alfred Payton and stuff like that. So it's gonna be interesting, man. But um, what I what I what I really want to focus on is um Kevin Knox because me personally, like if the guy doesn't doesn't take the next step. And I mean, next step, next step for him now is it's like this. This 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 was his second year. He took a step back. There's some there's a there's a thing called a sophomore jinx. But I mean, in the third the third season, if he doesn't like take a jump where he was better than the first year, you know, then um then it's a big waste of time. And at the same time, do you want to wait for him to show that he's trash, or do you want to just make a move to 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 get somebody, um just just not not to get somebody, but just to improve the talent of the roster. So um here's my here's my thing, man. Uh, what do you think um, R.J. Barrett is? Is R.J. Barrett a shooting guard or is R.J. Barrett a, 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 a small forward? 
you know. So I'm, I'm thinking about it, and you know, when you watch him and stuff, when you watch him play, it uh, it just it just makes you wonder, like, would would he be more, um, you know, would would he give more effort, or not necessarily effort, but would would he be more deadly for us or beneficial for the roster if he just plays small forward? Now he's six foot seven. You can go down the line with different guys that play small forward in the NBA. Six seven is about you know the average um, height for for um for small forwards. So he's not gonna lose any any um you know it's not he's not gonna get bullied down there. He's definitely stronger than most of the guys you know on the scene as far as um you know small forwards and stuff like that. So I think that he that he would rock whatever. But I mean if you slide if you were to sw- slide R J two to the three, that's not a detriment to to Knox either though because Knox will be will be will come off the bench. And he'll be an asset, if he, especially if he gets better. If, he, if Kevin Knox gets better, him coming off the bench could um could support the the power forward and and the um, small forward position, and that might actually be better for the team in general, you know. And that, we also don't don't know what's gonna happen with Julius Randle, but you know I guess I'll talk about that a little bit later. But um you know you, you definitely you definitely wanna wanna figure out what, what's going on with this um small forward spot, and um me me personally I think you know I really think that we need to give um RJ a shot here. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna try to pull up um something else, you know, like I said I'm still trying to get get used to this um this whole broadcasting thing, and I, I hope I'm not wasting my my breath here, with um you know if the if the stream is not even fucking working, you know, but um I'm I'm gonna throw up a an RJ highlight that I saw today, I'm trying to figure out if this is it right here. Well I guess it doesn't matter. Let me let me um let me put this one up. RJ. Just just to look at his game, RJ is um he doesn't really have like a like a shake and bake kind of game. You know, he his his game is more power. You know, power, um power dribbles, one two dribble type of thing. Let me um let's um get this up here. Yeah man, so just watch him. It's a lot of a lot of power in his moves, you know, even even just the way that he trots up and down the court. You know, he he moves like a small four. Look look at this. Look, like just the way that he that he um that he moves his legs, you know. The manner in which he jumps, you know, this this that that was on um, game one against San Antonio. There's another one, him pushing the break. He doesn't look like a shooting guard. Even this um the way that he sidestepped there, there's no really explosion to the sidestep. You know, it's just more that that um that he's just really strong, man. You know, you can't really um can't really stop him from um, making his move. So here, here he is in in uh, in the corner here. He just goes baseline, just comes in and bang. He intimidated everybody down low. That's not really like a shooting guard. Now, if you have somebody this athletic pushing the ball up and you know, watch him change direction again. You know, he's not really doing shooting guard moves. These are all small forward moves. So I mean, you know, there's another guy too, the guy in Boston, um, the one that um, tore his ankle. Um, they're basically the same height, you know, and basically the same game too. So if um, RJ can get to that level, you know, then then we'll be cooking with grease and we'll be good with him, with him at, at the three spot. Look at him. You know what I'm saying? Everything is just power. It's not really like a finesse type of thing. So you know, for the Knicks, I would I would really appreciate. Um, having somebody with more skill there um, at the shooting guard spot. Let's see, look at this. That's like another, um, another like a, another forward type move. You know, here's another, you know, another move here. Little steal. This is him running on a break here. Look, it's all power. It's not nothing really finesse. You know. So I mean, you know, just just to, to, to segue into that, everybody's talking about um, Devin Booker. Now, the only way we're gonna get Devin Booker is if we trade salary because he's making a lot of money, man. But um, you know, we, if we trade salary. And um, we definitely gonna have to give up the, the, this um, first round pick and probably extra picks that you know the ones that we, that we get um, that Dallas gave us and maybe even our, when some of our future um, picks or whatever. Now th- this is not the same deal as, as if we're trying to deal for um, you know you know uh, 
anybody like like uh, Eddie Curry or something like that. You know, this is not an Eddie Curry trade. This is not a Bargnani trade. This is this is for like one of like the best shooting guards in the NBA. He seems to have a funny situation going on over there in Phoenix. The Phoenix doesn't seem like they know they know what the fuck they want to do over there. But um, I think them getting a top pick, maybe them getting um uh, Julius Randle in the deal, and then also a couple other extra picks and a couple throw-ins or whatever. I think that uh, Devin Booker is a, a player that we possibly could pick up. Now we just gotta be careful, man, because if we if we um you know trade for Devin Booker, we're gonna need a point guard. And um you know another guy that this this out there is um the the kid from Toronto. So now, if we if we were to do if we were to get uh, Devin Booker, and then um, mess around and get that kid from Toronto, I can't get it. I can't get his name right now, but um, you get both of these guys, and um, slide RJ to the three. Now you're talking about RJ at the three. You're talking about um, Devin Booker at um, shooting guard, and then um, my man um, from Toronto. That um, yeah, <laughs> I can't get his name for nothing, man. Yeah, like I said, I, there's a lot of stuff going on in the screen here. I'm trying to figure it out. But um, let me see. Let me see if I can pull them up, man. Let me get my solo thing up on here. Let me see if I can um, if I can pull them up here. Yeah, because I'm the Knicks definitely need a point guard. So um, yeah, man, whatever, man. Yeah, so you know, I know everybody's talking about ball and stuff like that, but um, you know, we we have to think. Do do we want to continuously? Um, just exclusively build through through the draft because if we do that if we just build through the draft exclusively we're gonna um it's gonna be a long time man it's gonna be a little while before we even do anything so um you know you, you gotta have a mix with, with um veteran guys you gotta have a mix with young guys so i mean have rj you know what i'm saying but right after rj you gotta get some some kind of veterans in there and devin booker is like around the same age group or whatever and um you know you throw the other guy up in there they, everybody's still like around 24 25 years old so everybody's, you know, definitely around the same age group or whatever. A lot of, a lot of NBA experience already. So I mean, this, this, these are things that that we need to look at if we're if we're gonna be trying to build a team in um, New York, especially a winner. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. This is more like a uh, like a test of this new system that I'm working here, man. So, you know, bear with me, guys. You know, I'm, I'm still trying to like um, sort it out or whatever. But um. Yeah, man. There's there's so much things to talk about rather than talking about something that happened in 2010 or something that didn't happen in 2010. You know, like you know, LeBron made his decision. You know, it was a big, big, um, big deal. But um, you know, the the Knicks went and got Amari. I know Amari was hurt. Whatever. He I think he only played like one really good year, and the rest of the years was like just tapering down. We we did eventually get Melo. You know, so I mean, we we did try. We got Tyson Chandler. We got a bunch of different guys, different moves that we made. We did make the playoffs. You know, a couple times on with Melo, whatever. But we did have a lot of bad years as well. But I mean, you have to be, excuse me, you have to be in there. You have to be in it to win it. You know, so um, you know the, the Knicks, the Knicks are definitely there, man. So you know, like I said, there's more to talk about than than just LeBron. You know, like the, we we have a we have a, a lot of um we have a lot of um off season to talk about uh, moves and stuff like that. But um, you know, the, the best case scenario is definitely just um the scenario I just mentioned. And then also too, you you want to talk about um, you know, Christian um what's that what's that dude? Um uh uh Christian Wood from Detroit. <laughs> That's another guy that we could possibly pick up. And um, you know, and then we also have like the late uh, first round pick also too, man. So that there's some somebody else can that we could throw into the mix. There's then there's also a bunch of other like low low level um uh, power forwards and stuff like that, and we also got the G, the the D League, you know, a bunch of different guys like that. You know, uh, Wooten just um, won Defensive Player of the Year over there, so maybe he might be a t uh, guy that we can um, call up 
to finally start or whatever, or even or just be on the roster with us and see what he can do. You know, there's it's a lot of things, a lot of things in, in the mix here, man. So I mean, the Knicks could possibly be um, be right there as a, as a playoff team. You know what I'm saying? So it's just stuff to look out, man. Look out for. So um, yeah, man. This has been um Dire Knicks podcast. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna call it call it a quit right now because um just trying stuff out that's the logo there whenever I go live you'll see that first then um, this is me here so of course it's the browser it's still RJ Barrett doing his thing and then um, this is the multi multi thing here I have a couple other things going on here but I'm just like I said I'm still trying to test it out I really want to make sure that this um, broadcast is going well once again it's text man 646-470-1727 um, you text me, man. You say just say anything that you want to say, and I'll mention you on the show. If you want to call in, give me a text, and then um, I'll, I'll put you on hold whenever I whenever I get ready to drop you on there. I'll I'll, um, I'll tell you to call me, and then you can uh, hit me up on that number as well. But um, you know, you can make it happen, man. All right, so this has been Dianix Podcast. It's kind of like a test thing here, man. Testing this whole system out. Hope everything works out here. And um, I'll be back again with a with a much longer podcast. I'm also working on um doing um coming on 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 a certain time, maybe a little earlier because um because um ten ten o'clock ten thirty is too late for me. So I'm I'm working on a um time and a spe- uh, specific day for me to be on so you guys can follow me on here, man. So we can get some interactive stuff going on on here. Yeah, man. So this is Evil to Andy Star host of the Dynex Podcast. Once again, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Facebook. That's all Dynex Podcast. Follow me on Twitter, Dynex PC. Um, I'm also on YouTube too. We're working on, on that as well. See how this goes, and then you know I can also do something with YouTube. Yeah, man. So what else is there? Once again, Dynix Podcast. If you go to um, Dynix.com, everything on the website, any proceeds I get was, was going to go to uh, Black Lives Matter charity. And um, what else can we talk about here, man? Uh, that's really it for now. Yeah, man. So as I do on the regular podcast, which you can find on all podcast platforms. I usually put my four fingers to my forehead, took on my thumb, salute, and I see you guys on the next one, man. That's what you do too when you see a nip um a real diehard. You salute them, man. So that's what we do on the Dynasty Podcast. Evil out. See you guys on the next one. So that's the Dynasty Podcast on Sportscaster. It's my first actual stream. Just first effort, actual effort trying to do streaming. It worked out pretty good, man. I wasn't sure if everything was gonna play properly, so you know. A little bit of nerves in there, you know, as to be expected. But um, look out for more streams, man. I'm gonna um, do that more often. Uh, I'm gonna work out a time in the day, and I'll announce it on the, on the regular podcast. Yeah, man. So we're just gonna keep getting better and better with this Dynex podcast thing, man. I really love podcasts, and I really love talking about the Knicks. I like talking about other things as well. So you know, slowly but surely, I'm gonna try to build this thing even more. You know, I've been doing my thing with the audio podcast. Right now, I'm at like episode. This will be episode 91, actually. So um, 91, we're getting very close to 100. Like I said, a lot of big things are, are are coming up. You know, a lot of big dates and stuff like that. So we'll see what happens, man. This COVID thing is starting to um, wind down. So maybe we, we might be able to do some um, celebrating, man. So like I said, look out for a lot. I'll make announcements on um, you know, Instagram is number one. Facebook, um, Instagram. You know, once again, Dynex Podcast, like I said in the show, Dynex Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, Dynex PC on Instagram, excuse me, on, on Twitter, of course, uh, Sportscaster, Dynex Podcast, and once again, look look for me on um, on YouTube, Dynex Podcast. Right now, I have a couple of videos that um, that you might have seen on Instagram, on YouTube right now, 
but um like i said i'm also going to be um streaming to youtube soon so right now starting off with sportscaster and then eventually you're gonna uh, branch off into youtube yeah man so once again tune in for that um, i do have a telephone number 646-470-1727 you can text me at that number and um in the show you'll be able to call and stuff like that i'll take some calls during the show and stuff like that man so yeah once again man i'm very excited about all the stuff that's happening with the show the guests um you know i'm still trying to trying to get some guests on here a couple guys on, on the on the queue but um you know just keep rocking with the kid man once again like i like i said on the show four fingers to the forehead tucking your thumb salute dynasty podcast just better and better man peace well, before we go, the player that I was trying to mention earlier from Toronto was Van Fleet. Oh, man, I don't know why that couldn't get out of my mouth, but, um, you know, I finally finally figured it out. Anyway, it was Van Fleet. You know, like, like I said, I'll get more organized with this streaming service stuff, man. So let's um, tune into it. Dynasty Podcast, you out. See you guys on the next one.